Welcome to the Building Great Lives podcast, a podcast about real life, real issues, and finding real answers to life's most difficult questions. And now your host, Trent Gillum. Greetings, everyone. Trent here. Welcome to episode number 54 of the podcast. I'm glad you've joined the Building Great Lives journey. Before we get started, as always, I'd like to say a huge thank you to our monthly ministry partners and to you, the listener. You make this ministry possible, and I'm excited to have you on the Building Great Lives team here at the Building Great Lives podcast. It's our desire to help people from around the world grow, heal, discover, and fulfill their unique purpose. Thank you for sharing these episodes. We're praying these messages of hope reach every possible person in every possible nation. In today's episode, we're going to celebrate surviving. Then we're going to talk about what do we do next. Everything we go through shapes us, but it doesn't have to define the rest of our lives. For the purpose of this episode, I would like to define two phrases that I'll be using. First, the phrase, through it. That simply means, survived it. And the second phrase I'm going to be using in today's episode is, over it. This means, to the point it doesn't define or control your life anymore. Now, I want to be very clear about two things. First, I'm fully aware that we face many difficult situations that are extremely hard on us physically, emotionally, and mentally. Second, you'll never hear me say, just get over it. That's not how healing works. Wouldn't it be great if you could just look at somebody and say, just get over it, and they could just simply get over it? But we know, after living long enough, there are some things that you have to work through the process to accomplish that getting over it. The good news is it is the will of God for you to be able to do that. Surviving is a powerful thing. You've been through so much. You've made it through it. You survived it. And surviving should be celebrated. I cannot overstress how great it is to make it through difficult situations. Surviving really is a reason to rejoice. Make no mistake about it. Often we fail to rejoice over surviving because we still feel some pain. We fail to break down the process of healing into different stages. We need to think. Think like the Bible says the angels do. In Luke chapter 15, verse 7, it says, And I say unto you that likewise joy shall be in heaven over one sinner that repenteth. Then Luke 15 and 10 says, Likewise I say unto you, there is joy in the presence of the angels of God over one sinner that repents. There's joy in heaven. Both of these scriptures, the word joy means rejoicing or celebrating. Now, it's important for us to remember that repentance, although incredible, it is not the fulfillment of all of the plan of salvation. It is 
simply the beginning into the new birth. That means that angels already start to celebrate at the beginning of the process, not just at the conclusion of the process. What if we could get that in our hearts? What if we could get that in our spirit? And that is the goal of this episode. I want you to know that surviving should be celebrated. Yes, you still feel some pain. Yes, you still feel some sadness. No, you're not all the way where you want to be. Yes, there's a ways to go and you're getting there. But in the process of becoming whole, don't forget to celebrate the progress. Right now, you need to remember, you are not what you were. You went through it and you survived it. Unfortunately, there were others that went through things that you went through and they gave up. We're praying they come back. We're praying that God moves and they surrender and come back. But you survived it. Were there times you wanted to give up? Absolutely. Were there times you thought it was never going to get any better? Most likely. But you made it. And so I want to celebrate you today. I want to celebrate the survivor that is in you. Every listener right now, you need to know you're a survivor. You made it. And that is a reason to rejoice. Instead of walking around with your head down, with your spirit low, going, how much longer is it before I'm completely over this? Start rejoicing now. You made it. You survived. The enemy come against you and thought that surely you would fall, but you didn't fall. You rose up and you survived. It must have been the same way when the enemy attacked Job, and he saw Job moved. He saw Job rent his mantle. He saw Job shave his head. He saw Job fall to the ground, and as Job's mouth began to open up, the enemy must have thought, Job's going to give up. There's no way he's going to go through this and survive, but guess what happened? Instead of him giving up, praise come out of his mouth. I don't know how he found the strength to do it. I don't know how you found the strength to do it, but you did it. You survived. Job survived. I come to celebrate you. You are a survivor. Listener, you are a survivor. You made it through. You now are in a place that you can celebrate where you are knowing that God has a plan for you. And while you're rejoicing, while you're celebrating surviving, don't forget that God has more for you. God doesn't just want you to survive. He wants you to overcome it. I understand it can take time. I understand it's a process. We all go through things, but some people never get over them. But right now, I want you to celebrate. I want you to smile. I want you to rejoice. You survived. But now God is saying it's time to move you to the next stage. You've gone through it, but now God wants to help you get over it. Some people allow the things they've gone through to define their lives, and God is saying, I know it shaped your life, but it does not have to define who you are for the rest of your life. You can move through it, and you can also get over it. The good news is God has another dimension of your healing and restoration that he wants to carry you into. 
So to better understand this, let's take a look back at Israel. Israel had been in Egypt for over 400 years. Even though they were the people of promise, their thinking had been shaped by their suffering. Living generations in bondage will shape the way you think. Just as promised, they were delivered out of Egypt by the mighty hand of God. But just after they marched out of Egypt, they found their way blocked by the Red Sea. And behind them, to make matters worse, Pharaoh, with his hardened heart and his army, advanced on them. They are in a place where they do not know what to do. When Pharaoh drew nigh, the children of Israel lifted up their eyes, and behold, the Egyptians marched after them, and they were sore afraid. And the children of Israel cried unto the Lord, and they said unto Moses, Because there were no graves in Egypt, hast thou taken us away to die in the wilderness? Wherefore hast thou dealt thus with us to carry us forth out of Egypt? See, they had been delivered out out of Egypt, but Egypt wasn't out of them yet. There was still some thinking that had been influenced by their suffering. They were out of some of it, but yet they were not over what they had been through. Is not this the word that we did tell thee in Egypt, saying, let us not alone that we may serve the Egyptians? For it had been better for us to serve the Egyptians than should die in the wilderness. And Moses said unto the people, Fear not, stand still and see the salvation of the Lord, which he will show to you. For the Egyptians whom ye have seen today, ye shall see them again no more forever. The Lord shall fight for you, and ye shall hold your peace. God commanded Moses to lift up the rod that was in his hand toward the Red Sea so that the people could move forward. When Moses obeyed, the Bible says, a strong wind from the east began to blow all night long, and the waters of the Red Sea divided, and Israel walked across on dry ground. The Lord saved Israel that day out of the hand of of the Egyptians. But I want you to notice what the New Testament writer of the book of Hebrews says. Hebrews 11:29 said, "By faith they passed through the Red Sea as by dry land." Did you catch that? The writer of Hebrews said that they by faith passed through. They made it through the Red Sea. When Israel passed through the Red Sea, they sang and rejoiced on the other side. The Bible says that Miriam, the sister of Moses and Aaron, took the timbrel in her hand, and all of the women went out after her with timbrels and with dances, and they rejoiced and sang the song unto the Lord that he had triumphed gloriously. See, when they went through, when they survived, they rejoiced. That's what we have to do as well. When you make it through, rejoice because God is the one that brought you out by his mighty hand. They made it out of Egypt. They made it through the Red Sea. They survived and they rejoiced. They made it through the Red Sea. They still needed to get over some things. The Egyptian experience was still influencing their responses. They still felt like they needed to go back to Egypt. They were still trapped in the influence of their suffering. Even though they had survived, even though they made it 
through the Red Sea, they were still being influenced by their past. They made it through, but they also needed to make it over. I want you to notice something very powerful in the wording that begins to show us the transition in Israel's life. By the time we get to the book of Joshua, chapter 1, verse 2, the Bible says, Moses, my servant, is dead. Now, therefore, arise and go over this Jordan, thou and all this people, unto the land which I give to them. Joshua chapter 1 verse 11 says, Pass through the host and command the people, saying, Prepare you victuals, for within three days ye shall pass over this Jordan to go in to possess the land which the Lord your God giveth to you to possess it. Then Joshua chapter 3 verse 17 says it this way, And the priests that bear the ark of the covenant of the Lord stood firm on the ground in the midst of Jordan, and all the Israelites passed over on dry ground until all the people were passed clean over Jordan. Did you notice the transitional phrasing? When they went through the Red Sea, but when it was time for them to transition into the promised land, the Bible uses the word over. The people were to pass clean over Jordan, and all the Israelites passed over on dry ground. There is a powerful spiritual revelation here that God is trying to teach us. When you go through things, then you have to go over some things. In other words, Israel went through the Red Sea, but they crossed into the promised land by going over. There's a through and there's an over. God is saying to each of us that have been through some things, celebrate getting through it. Celebrate surviving. But don't you give up and don't you quit. There's more ahead for you. You are not made to just survive. You are made to thrive. Getting over what you've been through doesn't mean forgetting. That's impossible. It doesn't mean never feeling the sorrow or sadness. Getting over it means getting to the point where it doesn't control your life. Getting over it may even mean getting comfortable enough with it that you can help others get through and over. Paul told us in Romans 8 and 37, Nay, in all things we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. More than conquerors means to overpower in victory and to be abundantly victorious, to prevail mightily, not just barely win, but an overwhelming victory. God's saying, I don't want you just to make it through it. I want you to get over it. Peter went through some difficult things created by his own failures. I believe that when he said that he would not deny the Lord, that he was being sincere and had no intentions of doing so. But life and things that happened put him in a place where his flesh took over and spoke out in denial. And he runs away with this feeling. Can you imagine what he must have felt like when he looks up at the balcony and catches Jesus eye to eye and he has heard the rooster crow for the third time and he knows that he did what he never intended to do. Yet when the Bible says that the ladies went to the tomb, the angel of the Lord looked at them and said, Why seek ye the living among the dead? He is not here. 
He told them that he is risen. This is the place where you laid him. He's not here anymore. And then he said in the book of Mark, chapter 16, verse 7, but go your way, tell his disciples and Peter that he goeth before you into Galilee, and there ye shall see him as he said unto you. This is amazing to me because the angel of the Lord said, you go tell Peter. I know he's messed up. I know he's going through some things. I know he's broken right now, but I want to make sure he survives. You go get him. He's going to get through this. And we find Peter not only getting through it, not only surviving it, but we find Peter overcoming this failure and then stepping up to preach the intro to the church age sermon on the day of Pentecost. Acts chapter two, verse 14 says, but Peter standing up with the 11 lifted up his voice and said unto them, ye men of Judea and all ye that dwell at Jerusalem, be this known unto you and hearken unto my words. Peter went through a lot. He survived it. But if he didn't get over it, he'd have never been able to have the courage to stand up with the 11 and preach. I'm glad you're celebrating that you got through it, but don't stop until you have complete victory over it. You can overcome whatever trauma and circumstance you have been facing. So as we celebrate your surviving, please know God now wants to take you over it. John wrote in the book of Revelation, chapter 12, verses 10 and 11, and I heard a loud voice saying in heaven, now has come salvation and strength and the kingdom of our God and the power of his Christ. For the accuser of the brethren is cast down, which accused them before our God day and night. And they overcame him by the blood of the lamb and by the word of their testimony. It was by the power of God. It was by his blood and by the word of their testimony that they overcame. You can do the same. You are not just a survivor. You are an overcomer. And as has become our tradition here at the Building Great Lives podcast, I want to pray for you, listener. I want to pray that God would help you get to the place that you're ready to take that next step to become not just a survivor, but an overcomer. Lord, I thank you that they made it. It was by your power that they survived. And God, we give you the credit. We give you all the glory. And Lord, we rejoice in the fact that we survived. God, I am thankful that every listener right now is a survivor. They didn't give up. But God, I pray right now that not only would you encourage them to rejoice in the place that they are, but that you would also reveal to them the next step that you want to help them overcome what they've gone through. God, I want you to speak a word into them right now that brings comfort and peace to let them know you're ready to take them to that next level. You're ready to take them into a place that their life is no longer defined by the thing they survived, but it's defined by your power and their overcoming testimony. You, listener, have a great testimony, one of survival and one of overcoming power. And as always, thank you so much for listening. And in the meantime, please subscribe so you don't miss a single episode. 
If you enjoyed this episode, tell a friend, maybe text them the link or share it on your social. You can find me on social at Trent Gillum, on Instagram at Rev Gillum. You can also reach me at Building Great Lives Podcast at gmail.com. And I look forward to hearing from you. And until next time, let's keep building. You've been listening to the Building Great Lives Podcast, a member of the Real Life Church Network. Join us next time as we dig deeper into life's most challenging questions. 